Hello and welcome to Making Movements, where we meet people who are doing good in the world and we talk to them about making change and the music they love. On the show today, we're very lucky to have Aaliyah Harding joining us. Welcome to the show. Hi guys, thank you for having me, Jack. I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) You're very welcome. Before we get started, I thought I'd give you a chance to introduce yourself and share a bit about your work. So over to you. Okay, so my name is Aaliyah Harding. I want to say first that I'm a proud feminist. I'm also a final year undergraduate student studying international development. Um, I'm an anti-FGM campaigner, um, social activist, and recently founder of Valued Minds. Amazing. Lots of plates spinning. So, you're obviously up to loads of amazing work right now, but... I thought we'd start all the way back at the beginning. What was life like growing up for you? Life growing up um, was very happy. I was a very happy child. I had a lot of family, a lot of support. And I guess in my childhood, my foundation was built on family. It was built on faith and it was built on hope. So I guess this is why Shackles Merry Merry is my is my first song. Um, it's, it's symbolic of a lot, um, so yeah. Let's hear it. So yeah, perfect intro to the song. Is it is there anything else you wanted to say about it? Yeah, so this song, like I said, my foundation was really built on family, it was built on hope, it was built on gratitude. Um and shackles is symbolic of not only our history as as a black race or, or from being from an African um community, but also it's about all the struggles that they have overcome to get to where they are now. So growing up, you know, there was so much joy. Um, There was so much happiness, like family, you never celebrated a birthday on your own. Everyone would always come out. You would never be, um, you know, having a a school performance and not have someone show up. It was was really a joyous occasion and everyone kind of invested in each other and we all came together. so I would say that, especially where um, I'm first generation as well, it's very significant in, in looking at, you know, wow, my family have been through a lot for me to be awarded the, privilege I ha- the privileges I have today. 
And that sense of gratitude has kind of carried me through, you know, my, my life. And I guess one experience that speaks so loudly to me is when I think I was around five or six years old and I went to live in Sierra Leone. And this was my first time um, traveling abroad. And when you look at that time period, um, Sierra Leone was um, recovering from a long period of civil war. And, you know, I was attending primary school and I was seeing a nation, um, you know, very distraught, recovering from such br brutal situations. But there was still that sense of sense of community. There was still that sense of, you know, I'm going to help you and and I know you're going to be there for me. And just a really a sense of coming together. And I guess that really just stuck with me throughout my life, that even when um, people have nothing, you know, they still give everything. And that, um, you know, has a massive, that has had a massive effect on me. It's like what you put out into the world is what you, is what you will receive. So I think coming back to the UK, um, I definitely was like, there's no limits. Um, I see my privileges and I'm going to make my family proud. And I guess that kind of leads on to the next song, Dream Big by Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan, someone I discovered quite recently. She's got like a really um, kind of 90s, 2000s sound, but she just makes it sound super fresh. She's got such a nice tone to her voice, yeah. that kind of very soulful, passionate, um, slightly broken mm. vibe. No, she's, she's great. And I guess I did performing arts when I was growing up, but I still would like to say I do it now. Um, but I was really committed to doing it. I thought I was going to be this pop star, like this singer and actress, etc. And no, Jasmine was some was actually one of the singers who I could actually sing in her range. The Mariah Carey's and all the high notes, I could not do it. But I felt kind of comfortable with Jasmine. And um, my middle name is Jasmine, so I always thought it was meant to be. 
This was the first song I downloaded on the iPod Nano that I received as a birthday gift. It was purple. Um, so, you know, back in the day we had iPod Nanos and this was the first song I downloaded. And it was around the time that Barack Obama was elected um, and he was the first, you know, the first black president of the United States of America. And I remember the remix going around at that time was Dream Big and, and Obama's acceptance speech. And it was just so powerful because throughout the song she was singing you know dream big you know there's no limits sort of thing and then you had Obama like cutting in and out with his speech and I guess at that time it just uni um, united the whole black race I mean I was based in the UK but still you would think you would think that that man was my uncle the way that my family was celebrating um, and it just goes to show like the historic movements that wherever um, the sense of community that wherever you are, you know, whoever's doing good, we are proud because it's a movement. And if someone is winning over there, it means that we're also winning. If someone is fighting and progressing, it means that they're also progressing and fighting for our rights. And so how did that then link up with what you're doing now? Okay, so... You know, that message of dreaming big definitely stuck with me and I wanted to make my family proud. Like, you know, I mentioned about my experience in Sierra Leone and seeing the devastation of a nation, but still the beauty and, and the sense of community still there um, and that sense of resilience. And I guess for me, when I started my activism there, I started to make more sense of the pain um, that, was in the world, whether it was with friendships, whether it was with families, whether it was, you know, with not getting what you wanted. I just started to understand what pain um, kind of felt like as a young adult. And I guess this song, Get It Together, it really speaks for itself. It's about, you know, taking that time to heal, taking that time to reflect, um, and really just, yeah, just, Preservation and restoration. Okay, let's do it. Get it together, India Ari. One shot to your heart without breaking your skin. No one has the power to hurt you like your kin. Kept it inside, didn't tell no one else. Didn't even wanna admit it to yourself. And now burns and your back aches from 15 years of holding the pain and now you only have yourself to blame if you continue to live this way Funny enough, I'm not sure if you remember Shark Tale. How could I forget? <laughs> I think it was when um, God, I forget names, but the main the main character had a fallout with his best friend, 
and I was like, this song is so beautiful. And I researched it and I, I you know, added it to my iPod Nano. <laughs> and I guess this song is, yeah, this song has stuck with me since then, since Shark Tale. Um, and I think it's, it's so beautiful. As I get older, I, I understand it more and more. She says, you know that life is a choice you make. You can give or you can take. And for me, with activism, it's really a decision. Like every day you have to make a decision. Can I go out into the world today? A lot of the issues that I talk about as a black woman, as an African woman, as a woman in general are very taboo and people don't want to hear about it. And I guess that for me, it's like, I have to make a choice. Do I want to fight the trolls today? Um, or do I want to feel like I have the whole world on my shoulders? And this song really helped me through that and just being like, you know, Aaliyah, you don't owe anyone anything but to love yourself um, and to put out into the earth what you feel you can put out. Um, and yeah, so this song is very beautiful. I feel a bit emotional even like speaking about what it means to me. It's so nice hearing you talk about like learning to love yourself and, and, and growing up around so many supported people and, and in such a supportive culture. And clearly you've, you've decided that you want to turn that outwards and, and help other people and help build those kind of communities. Mm-hmm. So, so could you share a little bit about, about how you do that in your day to day? Yeah, so I guess that with activism, it's really about not only fighting for your rights, but also saying that activism isn't always loud by you just living, by you just existing in a world that hates you or in a world that doesn't seem to give you equal opportunities, you, that is your activism. And I think that it's very damaging when, you know, especially in the in the height of Black Lives Matter that happened last year in, in the pandemic and everyone's like taken to the streets, like come and join us, come and join us. And you have to understand that not everyone's protest is loud. You know, you need to respect people's boundaries that even just restoring in yourself, you know, is is protest. And I just want to read a quote by Audre Lord. She says, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. And when you think about activism, we shouldn't only think about it being loud, but taking that time to heal is really what what provides you with that strength and that courage to keep to keep on going. Um, so I guess, yeah, I guess for me, with with resting and self-care, I'm living my best life. 
And this this takes us on, I guess, to the next track, um, Golden by Jill Scott. My favourite track of the five that you picked. Um, I don't, I can't remember where I first heard it, but I've played it so many times since, and it it works in so many different situations. So you've picked it as your self care track. I've played this in a club before, like <laughs> you know, at, late late at night, really loud, and it's it works. It's got that kind of that energy to it. Mm-hmm. So when do you uh, when do you choose this one? What 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 makes you put? Golden by Jill Scott on. I feel like Golden by Jill Scott is a song, it's timeless. You know, if I'm down, if I'm happy, I'm playing Golden by Jill Scott. Because it's just a reminder about me being unapologetic about who I am and for what I stand for. And in that, you know, I'm living my best life. I'm happy, I'm filled with joy. And I think that's all, that's, you know, the whole part of you being golden and even with Beyonce's song Brown Skin Girl it's that you know that black girl magic that like I mentioned before the world doesn't present you know a, a great narrative about what it means to be black or or what it means to be a woman and I guess in be when I'm saying I'm living my life like it's golden I'm living my life unapol- unapologetically I'm glad I got <laughs> that out <laughs> um, and yeah just really being unapologetic about about who I am and what I stand for and, and walking in that truth I'd love to ask you a little bit about your your first experiences of activism so you've talked about activism a lot how did you get started? How did you go from a student growing up at school into an activist? And, and what issues were you focusing on? Mm. So, you know, I, as I mentioned earlier, I study international development. And I guess in my learning and in the classroom, I was presented with so many, you know, negative stereotypes about 
um, you know, third world countries and um, what it means to be a woman, like I said, and just going back on it. And I and I felt like this can't be true. Like what you're feeding me cannot be true. And it, it just made me feel like I couldn't, like I didn't have a right or or I didn't have, my point wasn't valid. So I kind of had said, you know, my placement, I need to work in an environment that I feel will help me grow and kind of discover who I am. And so I took a placement with Forward UK. They are an African women's led organisation and they are absolutely amazing. And I guess I was just in an environment where they were just dismantling negative stereotypes. There were women in leadership roles. There were African women like being unapologetic about who they were. There were, there were African women being powerful there were black women who were a mother who was who were a wife and they were working a full-time job and they were making change and they were empowering others and I guess in development in my course there was so much about how we can help the African women to be to be empowered or how we as um, development workers can go there and teach them something and it's like it was very damaging to my self-esteem and I guess being in that environment of Ford UK just really uplifted me and I think that really leads on nicely to the next on Breathe because um, there's a proverb in there, an African proverb, that I'm, I'm going to let the song play and then I'll, I'll definitely bring it up again. Love it. about self-care it's actually funny that um last year for mental uh, for international mental health day i went on a little spa break with my mum and don't penalize me this was literally before the second lockdown so we had we were allowed um, and we went to we went to kent and we were sitting after our treatment and this song was playing in the reception and i was like who is this woman? I love her. And we were like betting, me and my mum, oh no, it has to be Mary J. Blige because of the depth and how she's singing. So we put the, um, you know, the, the, the Shazam on. And this woman, I'd never heard of her before. And her words just spoke so deeply to me. And I guess after that placement, and after being in the world and trying to discover who I was and, and what my identity was in, in, in Britain, um, 
or even in development, um, I kind of, you know, gained that, that smile, I gained that pride, and I started to have a different outlook on my future and what it, lo- and what it would look like. Um, and she also says, don't forget to breathe. And I think often I forget to do that. I forget to just pause and breathe. But, you know, she mentions a, a, a proverb, an African proverb saying, um, forward ever, backward never. And it's about progress. It's about getting to a place where, you know, you can maybe pause and breathe or you can move forward, but it's never an option to go back. Even the forward UK, no pun intended, but they always used to say, forward ever, backward never. And it was this community again that I found myself in that was so nourishing, it was so enriching that they told any um, person who used their service or anyone who worked for them, you know, you're always going to be a part of our a part of our work. You're always going to pe- be a part of our organisation and you're always going to be a part of our lives in the sense that, you know, whatever we can do to support you, we are here for you. And they always said, always used to say that proverb in 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 events, in the office, to remind people that, you know, you are moving with us. We're never going to leave you. We're never going to drop you behind. And I think that's so important in activism, that you have a community of people who you can move forward with and feel like you're not alone. Because activism is lonely. It's so lonely. But I think finding that community has really been enriching and it's really been been supporting, supportive. Yeah, it's so interesting to hear you talk about communities because I think one of the things well, the thing that we're trying to explore with making movements is is what it takes to make change. How do you make a movement? Um, and and it's clear that you can't do it on your own. Um, mm. And yet you're saying activism can be really lonely. So it's obviously really empowered you to find these communities, um, whether it was your family or in later life, people that you're working with. And we can definitely share all the all the right links um, for people who are listening so that they can get involved. Thank you. But I think it's time for the final question, mm-hmm. which is who inspires you? Oh, that is really hard. That is really, really hard. I can't even... I'm just going to say the easiest, the... not. Let me not say the easiest, but I can't think... I can't think of just one person, but I'm going to go... Because I'm just, you know, there's so many amazing people in my life. But I will go with my mum. Because from... So my mum's Indian. And, you know, as you can imagine, she's had her own struggles in, in you know, dating a black man and, and kind of being first generation herself and navigating her life. Um, and I guess she's just shown resilience and she inspires me because she holds it down. And since a young age, from a young age, whatever I wanted to do, this woman was was behind me. Whatever I wanted to do, she invested in me. And I think that's so beautiful to know that your own mother is your best friend. Your own mother is your... Oh, it's getting a bit emotional, but um, 
yeah, just saying that your mum is your number one fan and it's re- it's really beautiful to have her um, and have her support. I think the only time she's ever told me no, oh, Jack, I wish she did ask me this. I'm getting a bit teary-eyed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the only time that she said no to one of my dreams is when I said, oh, mum, can I go and Britain's Got Talent? I, I want I want to be a singer. And that's the only time she crossed my dream. And I'm very glad she crossed that dream because I probably would have been, been known as a meme, not as an activist today. <laughs> so I'm very glad. Um, <laughs> no, but she is a trooper and she listens to me. She uh, helps me um, more than I can imagine. She's so intelligent. And I guess she wasn't given the opportunities that I have today. She didn't, she didn't have people who believed in her. She didn't have people who supported in her, who supported her. And I think even, even though she lacked that, the fact that she could give that to me is so beautiful. And yeah, she will always remain to be my number one fan, my number one support and my best friend. So she is my inspiration. Well, I think you made a good choice when you went with your mum <laughs> for the answer to that Me question. Me <laughs> And we should um, probably choose a song to dedicate to her to, to close off the episode. But in the meantime, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing and um, speaking to us on Making Movements today. It's been so nice to hear about your experience and your passion, which I think has really come through. So... Yeah, Aaliyah Jasmine Harding. <laughs> Thank you for being on Making Movements. Thank you for having me. Very glad to, to do this. In the kitchen on the south side Catching vibes at the table after midnight Mama sleep trying up to wake her on the inside Wondering if I'll ever make it Mama told me I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest Then she was right beside me Push me till I made it here Pressure leave a person cracked up she was single holding me down Even though my dad went around She would tell me everything was alright Even when I couldn't see the sunshine She has been a queen of me in my life She was still believing when it wasn't easy oh. When you 